Hey y'all and welcome to the Stepping Into She podcast. My name is Courtney, the founder and the creator of Stepping Into She. This podcast will feature real relatable women sharing their stories of becoming through their journeys of stepping into she. Topics will include health and wellness, faith, love, sexuality, career, and so much more. Don't forget to like these episodes, subscribe to the podcast, and share with your friends because everyone needs a little journey of stepping into she. Thanks, guys. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Hey, y'all. You are about to check out this episode of Stepping Into She with Toya from the Instagram handle golden.light. Don't forget, golden is G-O-L-D-N dot light. In this episode, we talk about writing it down, getting to the root of journaling, self-care, authenticity, and so much more. I hope after this, you enjoy journaling and you enjoy this conversation. So thank you for coming on and being a part of the Stepping Into She IGTV series. I'm super excited um, to have you on to end the year. This was like a crazy year. So I feel like this is the right energy to like end it and bring in the new year. So I'm so excited to have you on. Um, And we can go ahead and get started. So for everyone watching or listening after, I'm Courtney from Stepping Into She. And I am here with Toya from Golden Light to learn more about her, her journey, and everything that she has going on. If you haven't checked her out, you need to go check her out because she does a lot of amazing things. <laughs> um, so let's get started. So tell us a little bit about who Toya is and who is the woman behind Golden Light. Okay. So I'll give you a little, some facts and then kind of some fun stuff with that. So I go by Toya um, or Golden Light. My full name is LaToya, though, but Toya is cool. Um, <laughs> I'm originally from New Jersey, so I grew up in Englewood, New Jersey. Okay. Um, and I relocated to North Carolina. I've been in North Carolina for, like, 10 years, probably more than 10 years. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm currently in Greensboro, North Carolina. And just overall, I've just, I always see myself as a creative person that, uses my creativity to express myself, to embrace myself, and also to explore the different avenues in my life. So I've, you know, owned a jewelry business. I've had a thrift store, an online thrift store. Um, So I'm usually always doing a whole bunch of everything, but I always say, like, creating saves me every time. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've been using or doing to get more in tune with myself as well. Nice. I love that. <laughs> um, I actually live in Newark, so oh. I'm in the New Jersey area. Okay. <laughs> nice. Um, so we miss you here. Come back to Jersey. <laughs> my family is still there. Look, I think my nephew just pulled up on here. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Yes, have you New Jersey people come on and show you love. Um, and I went to Greensboro last year. Mm-hmm. Um, for homecoming, so that was okay. Cool. Um, North Carolina oh. AT. I was about to say, yeah, the the great homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about Golden Light. Like, what can people expect when they go to your page? Okay, so the first thing you probably notice is that I'm all about journaling because you know between my post of introspective journaling and using that as a tool to get to know yourself more and more in tune with yourself. Outside of that, I love nature. So you definitely see plants, some of my plants here and there. And um, just me just using my creativity as a whole. But I'm someone that I love to inspire or I aim to inspire other people. And not so much to say, hey, look at what I'm doing. You should be doing it too. But using myself as an example to say that if there is something that I can do that's for some reason or some way spark something for your journey mm. to encourage you to continue what you need to do for yourself in your life and your journey then that's like the exchange that I really really enjoy and at the same time it's iron sharpens iron because that spark in you allows you to push and be dedicated to towards something that you want mm-hmm. that now is something that I could reflect back within myself so mm. I'm all about telling people or at least inspiring, trying to inspire people to say, what is it that you want out of life? What is it that you um, are really trying to do? And to know that you can do it. Mm. I love that. I love every time I come to your page, I'm like, oh, I'm learning more about myself. I'm asking myself <laughs> questions. I'm like, oh, this is deep. Let me go ahead and process this. I love that. 
Yeah, and I love to have fun too. And I, I say all the time, I know people are like, well, don't say you're childish, you know, childlike, but I love to have fun and to be silly. And that's some way that I express myself that it allowed me to be comfortable who I am. You know, everybody's mm -hmm. not going to get me. Everybody's not going to get my humor. Some people's going to think whatever. But when I can embrace myself and just be myself, you're going to get Toya acting silly too. And I just love that part about myself personally. <laughs> and that's authentic. I love that. Like to just be you. And it's like, you're going to get me in all forms. <laughs> right. <laughs> all silly, forms. like serious, happy, crying, whatever it is. And I think, that gives another layer of, of authenticity to just know that mm -hmm. you are always yourself um, and you're always right. going to get that from your page. So you talked a little bit about journaling. Tell us about mm -hmm. your journey of journaling and um, self-care because you talk a lot about self-care too. And yeah. side note, everyone who's watching, her self-care cars are the shit, okay? okay. <laughs> Y'all yeah. gotta go pick them up. <laughs> um, but yes. tell us about your journey of journaling. So I, I've been journaling and I would say writing ever since I was I was young, it's always been something that I could go to mm -hmm. in a way to express myself. I, I didn't grow up as being the most outspoken person or, you know, always like the, la I don't say loud like in a bad way, but I was very shy. I played the scene, behind the scenes. I'm a wallflower, you know, and that was because of fear, but mm -hmm. that was something that I was comfortable doing. So journaling was a way for me to kind of be wrapped up in, my world but to understand what that looks like so it started off you know having a diary that was one thing but also storytelling poetry and just doing different things on like how can i take what i'm thinking and translate it in paper on paper so wordplay you know and and mm -hmm. having fun with doing that and then you know as i got older it was something that i always ran to if i was frustrated about my job frustrated in a relationship frustrated about my you know myself and things that I'm personally going through it's like mm -hmm. I gotta get this out I gotta write yeah <laughs> that's awesome and, and how it how it, I would say it connects with self-care for me personally has been you know it's it's a lot like I'm somebody that there's a million things literally going on in my mind and when <laughs> I get to a space when I'm comfortable with people I can get going I'm like da -da 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 -da, and they're like mm -hmm. slow down <laughs> so, so when that's happening with myself and it's just me, I, I got to write it out. I got to put it on paper. I got to sort it. It allows me to kind of get a reset. And I need that personally in order for me to like keep going. So how do you feel um, journaling kind of in, created or um, enhanced your journey of becoming who you are to this point? Do you feel like there was a time where you got to a place and journaling was like the thing and it was everything you was writing down was just like healing and, mm -hmm. and glowing and growing. Like, how was that? Talk a little bit about that piece of it. Um, I think, you know, there definitely was a period of time where I didn't write as much, mm -hmm. but I was still write, you know, little things here and there, ideas. Um, but overall, it's about, I think too, I would just say like, I'm a reflective person, you know, mm -hmm. if something happened throughout the day or with myself or a situation, I'm like, okay, let me recap this. Let me think about this. Now, the downside to it sometimes is that I overthink and I overanalyze, right? Mm -hmm. But with journaling and being a reflective person, it always put me into a point where like, I just didn't like shit about myself, mm -hmm. you know? And then I love stuff about myself. But the stuff that I didn't like about myself is what made the journaling experience ex expand in a different way just because I had to admit these things. Mm, I was good with saying like, okay, I'm jealous of this, but I never said it out loud. I never told it to anybody. And I can somehow like push it to the back of my mind or use something else to distract me, you know? So when I'm having to sit and reflect and then I realize like, damn, I'm a people pleaser. I'm a people pleaser. Like, mm. I, oh, damn. Like, you know, I'm being angry that that's me. But then at the same time, it's like, well, I don't have to be this way. Right. I can change. I can evolve. I can figure out what has caused this. So going to the root of stuff, I'm like, baby, let's write it down. I, yes. I got to write it down. I got to see it on paper. And it gives me a point to where it's just like, I can breathe. Mm. Yeah. But then you were like, damn, <laughs> more work. Right. You be like, let me realize, and once you realize, you're like, shit, now I got to actually go through it. <laughs> I got to get through I it. I broke it down, and now I got to build it back up. And both right. both ways, both directions is work. 
Right. And you said two two things um, that I definitely want to touch on because I love the video on YouTube because she also has YouTube guys. If you don't know, YouTube. <laughs> um, it's called Get to the Root of It and mm -hmm. Affirmations. Like I was watching, yes. I was like, oh, that was real. And you talked about like getting to the root of it. Um, <clears throat> so how has that been a part of your journey? And what would you say getting like for people listening, what is getting to the root of it? And then how do you move on past that based on your experience? Right. So getting to the root is literally what that is, the root of the issue. Right. And it takes us or me, I would say me, because I'm using myself as an example to backtrack. Right. Mm -hmm. So if I have an issue with someone or I have an issue with a situation or whatever that issue is, sometimes that's all that we see. Well, they did this and they wasn't doing that. And I couldn't do this because, you know, we start there and that's where we stay. Right. But now it's like, okay, but why are you feeling that way? Mm. Why are you why are you looking aside eye to that person? What do they do? You know? So it's like keep working back these layers to figure out why am I angry? Why I'm upset? Why am I jealous? Mm -hmm. Jealous. And sometimes when you get all the way to the root, you realize it's a whole insecurity. <laughs> it's a whole insecurity that you right. have layered in a way that you didn't even think that's the root. You'll deny, no, I ain't jealous of that. I got this. I'm doing it, you know all these excuses that we make then when you get to the root it's like okay here's the insecurity mm. so when i say with affirmations you know affirmations put, put us in a state that bridges this gap to say this is where i am honestly but this is where i know i could be right mm. but mm -hmm. i have to change my mindset to reach this point of myself so for me personally i can say all day you know wake up have an affirmation I be i'm beautiful i love myself and I can repeat that to change my mind. And if that works for people, that's cool. But for me, it's like, why don't you feel beautiful then? Mm. So yeah. now it's just like, okay, is it something that happened to me when I was a child? My mother never said I was not beautiful, you know? So it's something I said to myself. So now I'm like, I've got to figure this shit out. Because yeah. for me to say these words and I would say mean it or allow it to be powerful to me, I need to understand why. Mm. So when I'm able to work to get to the root and figure out what is my affirmations are very specific to from what I've broken down, mm. you know, so I can start saying that I'm beautiful because I love every feature about myself because I got to the root and realized I was made fun of or I felt a certain way about my skin color or my lips or something like that. So mm -hmm. I'm not saying that you can't have affirmations just reading on a post and it works for you. But for me, and what works for me is getting to the root because not only am I changing my mindset by how I'm speaking, it's very specific to my insecurity. It's very specific to my fear. It's very specific, um, specific excuse me, to my experience, right? Mm -hmm. so getting to the root and really uh, allowing that affirmation to be molded to your situation and then speak before yourself. I'm going to say it with my chest now. Mm. Over and over. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. yes. I love that energy. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say on my chest and I'm going to mean it. And having it be specific to your experience is so important. I think sometimes people assume, like you said, just basic affirmations are good. But once you get to a point where you can add that specific piece to it, mm -hmm. it gives a whole nother layer of right. feeling to that. Um, I love that. <laughs> yes. I love that. You've inspired me to write some of my own affirmations down. Um, and you know, and it's cool. The, the other ones still work, but sometimes we when we're being consistent in a sense, we fall into a comfort to say like, okay, say what you're grateful for. I'm grateful for waking up. You know, we just start saying it and this, we we lose the meaning a little bit because mm -hmm. we just feel like it's something I'm supposed to say because of X, Y, Z and I'm trying, you know. But if you realize if it's not working, again, why isn't it working? Mm -hmm. Why isn't it resonating for you? So I feel like always asking why is important. Yes, <laughs> yes. And sometimes, so... So I want to I want to talk about the Reddit downstairs, but I also want to talk about this a little bit. Okay. <laughs> and this part um, of getting to the root and the why. Tell us um, a, like one situation where you were like, I had to get to the root of this and figure out my why. And this is how I train like creating the affirmation from that and mm -hmm. added that to my life. Okay. So there was a older journal prompt that I had brought forth. I think this was it might have been the beginning of this year mm -hmm. which was you know basically traveling to your childhood and see what patterns that you're repeating today 
Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, I was struggling with to answer the question. I was just like, I don't know. But I realized that it was this idea around being a perfectionist, right? Mm-hmm. And at first it's like, okay, I'm a perfectionist. I got to get it right. But then it turned into why am I trying to always get it right? Mm. So I was writing almost like 10 pages because oh. it opened up so much to realize that I uncovered that how much more I was afraid to make mistakes. Mm. And then also being afraid to face the feeling of embarrassment. So mm. if I can avoid making a mistake, I can avoid feeling embarrassed. I can avoid feeling embarrassed because then I'm about to be real critical on myself. Mm-hmm. So then I also control, try to control situations. Mm. So it was a lot that was going on. I'm like, okay, yeah. here's this controlling aspect. Here's this perfectionist aspect. Here's this, I don't want to make mistakes because I'm afraid of X, Y, Z, right? Mm-hmm. So then it's like, like I said, you travel to the root, you find out what it is, and it's just like, oh, I got the answer. But then you realize that's the answer. I had mm-hmm. to sit with it for a little bit. Yeah. I had to sit with being honest, like, you're afraid of this, you, you know? And as much as, like, I'm, I'm a problem solver, so mm-hmm. I work on myself in that same fashion. It's like, oh, I don't like how this feels. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to hide from it to say I want to continue to not face it. So mm-hmm. now it's like, okay, I figured out what it is. I'm going to suck it up. But we got to work on this because I don't want this no more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's yeah. enough. I don't want this anymore. So with creating these affirmations, what I had to do was it was broken down in different categories because, like I said, control was a, a situation. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that I strive to control people. Mm-hmm. But to avoid what I didn't want to face, yep. I tried to control t- situations. You know yeah. what I mean? So I had to rebuild myself in a way to say that I'm not defined by my mistakes. Mm. You know, I had to tell myself that instead of thinking a failure is something that I can't grow from, what can this teach me? You know, so I had to change my perspective and my mindset on things around failure and and repeat those type of statements. I would have to get my notebook to give you like exact statements, but I know <laughs> it was around these things of facing mm-hmm. how I felt about mistakes, how I felt about failure, mm-hmm. how I felt about, you know, also messing up in front of other people, you know, mm-hmm. and thinking that now this person's perspective of me, I need to control for some reason. Instead of it being like, yeah, I burnt that rice. I'm not a bad cook. Right. That's okay. You know, I made a mistake and we're going to move from it. But I used to be so attached to like, oh my gosh, this is how you think of me. This to the point where I had to detach from that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I made a mistake. I was embarrassed. And now I can feel better about laughing at myself. It used to be hard for me. Like everybody's laughing. I'm like, okay, now I'm nervous. I'm shy. And now I'm going to fight harder to not make mistakes because I didn't like how that feel. Right. So once you create ownership within yourself and your situations and your mistakes, it doesn't matter what other people are doing. Mm. Yeah. That's real. Mm. And I think hearing that, I feel like some people can resonate with that. (laughs) Just feeling that. But what I think is powerful about it is you're going back and understanding why you feel like that. And then you had to sit with it. It's like, this whole year, you had everyone had to sit with their shit, right? Sitting <laughs> with your shit is not easy. Um, but I love how you use journaling to get to that point because, like you said, it's a safe space. It's a way to express yourself as opposed to speaking it out loud. And sometimes speaking it out loud is uncomfortable. It <laughs> is. Journal is like that safe space, right? And there's there's steps to that too. You know, where you are keeping it with yourself, then you are honest with yourself, where you can write about it. And I love doing audios. You know, there's times where I can't physically journal, but I love to be like, okay, look, I got to get this shit off my chest. The voice memo on my phone real quick. And I'm just speaking as raw as I want to. I'm not concerned about if someone's listening to me, if somebody can hear me, I need to get this off. So when I started to listen to myself in these voice memos, it allowed me to then be a student of myself. Yeah. You know, so that put me on a different perspective where I did audios, me speaking about fear. And I'm listening like, girl, no, Mm. you know, like, you know what I'm saying? But then I was able to nurture myself because I stepped outside of myself. So audios is another thing I love on top of journaling and using that as reflection as well. But I lost my train of thought. I was going to say something. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, okay. Oh no, I I remember now. <laughs> so I was I was gonna say that outside of getting it off your chest, another thing about journaling is even though you're writing it out and you're closing your book, don't forget about it. Because that book gonna hold you accountable. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So find yourself going back to reread the things that you've written. You start to notice, am I writing about the same things every three months? Mm. I wrote this in 2012. You know, yes. how can I check my progress? Because we can speak and say things all day, just like Facebook memories. You kind of forget about stuff and hear a problem <laughs> like, oh, I said that three years ago today. You know, right. So your journaling experience allows you to hold yourself accountable mm. and to track your pro progress. So that's another reason why I'm just like, okay, let me pull out this journal from 2011. Okay. I see what, I see what you're, I see how I've grown. You know, I see what I'm repeating mm. and then we can go back and work again. Why? Because a lot of times when we are, and I don't want to go too, too far off, but no, it's okay. Patterns in my mind is like this because the situation is going to change. The people is going to change. But if you can identify the pattern in the situation, mm. that's what you want to truly work on. So you're in this relationship and the next relationship and the next relationship. When you start to track how these relationships are moving, what is constant? That's, you know, your responsibility, your control. When you look at your jobs, when you look at your insecurities, when you're looking at all these different things that you have been writing about, what is the pattern? Mm. What are you still repeating? But now it's a new job. Now it's a new relationship. Now it's a new environment. You know, so girl, you feel great. Come from journalism. <laughs> when you said the pattern of the relationship, I was like, oh, she sees me. Okay, yep. Yeah, let me <laughs> look. Okay. <laughs> Gotta keep it a hundred. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> no, that's so that's so true. And I think I never really went back and looked at my journals until maybe this year, and mm -hmm. I was like, so um, appalled at some of the things I wrote. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> but I was also like, wow, I did write a lot of stuff down. But there was so much missing from it. Um, mm -hmm. And I want to use this to transition to your writing it down series, because I mm -hmm. love that on YouTube you. um, and how you do <laughs> that. Because um, I think the prompts, number one, are amazing because they get you to think deeper. So I'm wondering if those prompts, as you're sharing those, are you sharing those from your journey? Um, but then also, well, before that, let's back up, right? Because <laughs> now, now I'm like, now I'm moving too fast. Tell us what inspired the Write It Down series and what inspired you to share that with everyone. Okay, so I want to give you the full scope. So yes. rock with me through this story, right? I'm going to follow it. So in 2018, I used to have what I call self-care circle Sundays. I would go live. Mm -hmm. every Sunday on IG Live, and it would be a new topic for that week. So it could be about boundaries. It could be about organizing your finances. It was just all different types of topics. And, you know, at that time, you couldn't really – you had to, like, save your IGs, but they were, mm -hmm. like, after two hours, they were, like, gone. So I would want to recreate the um, topics to my YouTube channel. So I, like, started to redo the content and, you know, create new videos with that topic from my YouTube video. And mm -hmm. I guess in those videos, I was always saying, write it down. But I didn't notice it as much. I know I say it a lot because mm -hmm. I'm always doing it, but I didn't <laughs> notice it. And I was at work one day, and I had a, a journal that one of my friends gave me for my, um, I think it was for my birthday. And one of my best friends walked by my desk, and she was like, write it down, write it down, write it down. And I was <laughs> like, I felt triggered because that was very familiar, and I feel like, she was doing that for me so i was like oh i'll be saying that in that video you know so we would say it every other day you know being funny and things like that and then one day i was like okay write it down write it down write it down okay i got a new topic and i started posting at the time for the write it down series i would post a new prompt every single day i'll be wow. in my car i'll be in my car at work and i'm like okay i got a new prompt for today write down this okay the next day write down this write down mm -hmm. this and it slowly transitioned into, okay, I'm going to post it once a week. And then, you know, doing all of the rest of 2019 and then starting this year and just doing it co consistently, just being consistent with it. So mm -hmm. to answer your second question in regards to how I'm coming up with the prompts, I think that's what you was getting Yeah, at I, was like, I was like, oh, I'm getting a little too far ahead. Let me start with the beginning of how we got here. <laughs> Right. But no, so that's pretty much how the Write It Down series formed. You know, mm -hmm. it was something that I was 
always saying that turned into like you know an at home kind of joke thing that turned into okay i'm gonna give y'all a prompt every day we gonna write it down look i'm gonna get and i watched my first video uh, like a couple <laughs> weeks ago and i was like every time i see i want you to just think write it down even when i'm not with you write it down when you in your house write it down <laughs> it just turned into this series of um being intentional and using these moments to write down all types of things because it could be reminders it could be a business idea it could be a goal it could be what you're struggling with but the whole intent is to write it out <laughs> so do you feel like what, what would you say the the journal prompts that you share are something that you're journaling at the moment as well or is it just like oh i thought about this this would be dope for people to ha to use as a journal prompt i will say so when i first started doing it it was things that were coming to me, like even now, things that come to me throughout the week that I say, okay, you know, but at that time, like I told you, I was doing it every day. So it was like, okay, today we're going to write down our strength. Tomorrow we're going to mm. write down our weaknesses. Write them. You got some bills that's due. You need to cancel something. Write that down, you know? So it was started. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. It started like that. And as it started to grow, it would be more so things that I kind of was meditating on or my previous journal prompts. But I can say this year, it literally has been sometimes week to week. Like, mm. I'm like, what's the, cause to me, I, I'm intentional about everything. I'm not just like, okay, what's the prompt? Okay, what's your favorite color and why? Yeah. You know, everything is like, okay, let me pray about it. Let me meditate. What, what is on my spirit that I feel led to share to continue this series? So. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm getting three prompts within a day, you know, I'll map it out, you know, cause you know, I want to space out time for things that I need to get done. But sometimes it's like, like this last prompt, mm -hmm. I was in a whole meditation and mm. found dropped on my spirit because I also realized that there was something that I needed to revisit about boundaries. So I was like, okay. And then I'll be like, oh, this is a write it down series. This is for the, you know, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And sometimes <laughs> that will happen. Like my spirit will say, okay, this is going to be the next prompt. And I'll be like, okay. And then it hit me. And I'll be like, oh, I got to share my response. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what, you know, that's the other thing I love about her. I was like, she be sharing her own responses. So ain't no reason for y'all. <laughs> Look, and last, like last year when I would do a series, I didn't necessarily share my response. I would just mm. share the prompt. And then I would, you know, I would do the prompt. But I, I've been used to sharing a little bit because I also used to have like, December, January, monthly journal challenges. So Ooh, I would share like snippets of, mm -hmm. you know, different things. But this had this year, probably with me being consistent and also having to show up for myself too, because it's like, I'm not just giving you a prompt and saying, carry on. I'm, I'm doing this work too. Yeah. So we can vibe and do this together. But the next step for me was being able to speak about what I'm writing. You know what I'm mm. saying? And being vulnerable in that way, because I usually would be like, I'm not going to tell y'all I've been a people pleaser. I'm not going to tell you I have, I have low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. You don't need to know that. But I'm at a different place to where like, I know what I've been working on. I know how mm -hmm. I feel about the things that I'm talking about. And this is a dialogue that can be started because once again, we can exchange and sharpen each other. So to take it the next step further and share what I'm writing was big for me, but I got it allowed me to embrace myself more because it was a thing mm. being open and before people to say, Hey, this is something that I'm feeling. This is something that I'm working through, or this is something that I've grown from, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Because once again, being so concerned what people think about it, are you about to define me by the situation? Mm -hmm. Oh, are you going to stop liking me because of this? Oh, well, I, she talked about this topic and I can't rock with her. All of that was out the window because this is really about me yeah. and my journey. But the the fruit of it is that we can do things like this yes 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 <laughs> yes <laughs> so talk a little about the first time because i know you said you started sharing and this was something mm -hmm. you started doing talk about that point when you said i'm going to share my entire response and what that moment was like for you okay so this is how i know it's all praises to the most high and literally that i get pushed out of my comfort zone but mm. I've been more disciplined to be obedient to my spirit right so <laughs> I get ideas and I get excited about ideas and then reality sets in to say like oh I gotta do this before people <laughs> you know what I'm saying I gotta 
I gotta, oh, nah, let me draw back a little bit. Uh, can we rearrange how this has to go down? You know, mm -hmm. so I know when I first was shared a prompt, I was like, you know what, I'm going to share my response to I'm doing the work too, right? So that was just the initial thought. But the prompts weren't always there. So I didn't really know what I was setting myself up to even share. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, okay cool. I'm going to give the prompt. You know, I found a little rhythm. You know, Sunday I'll post it. Thursday y'all mm -hmm. get to hear what I'm talking about, what I wrote, you know. So like I said, the first time, I'm trying to remember the first, I can't remember who the first prompt I think was, you know, I said I started like January, the first Sunday in January of this year for mm -hmm. the 2020 series. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember the the first, first prompt, but I will say that I definitely was still nervous. <laughs> I was, how I feel now doing videos is completely different. And mm -hmm. I'm going to show more behind the scenes, but just to give you perspective, I would sit, set my tripod up, hit record, do my little opening and sometimes it'd be a little quirky and I'd be like whatever <laughs> and then I start reading from my you know my journal I start talking or whatever the case may be and I'm like what that's it mm. I started to realize that in the beginning I was trying to still be perfect mm. I still was trying to say am I saying this right is this going to be understood um let me do that again and every time I would do it over it got further away from me even mm. just saying you yeah. know just 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 post the first one you made right <laughs> right so it, I was able to grow in how comfortable I was to be before people while I was sharing parts of my journey, you know, and even having to edit my videos, look, some of them, <laughs> them hiccups, them arms, them stumbling on worlds, um, okay. look, look, worlds, <laughs> stumbling on words, okay. look, it is what it is, right, and I'm not clipping it and stressing myself out to trying to fit it back, look, y'all heard me say this, y'all get what I'm talking about, right. so, I've seen myself start off to say like, okay, I'm gonna share my response. I'm excited to having to physically do it and still trying to perfect it because I'm still nervous yeah. about being before people and recording and stuff like that. To now it's just like, look, let's go. Let me, look, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm gonna do it because I'm, I've gotten comfortable with myself and embracing that this is perfection for me. Mm. Mm -hmm. Now, how do you feel like that sharing has been healing. Do you feel like sharing your entire journal prompts have been healing for you? And what, like, what does that mean for you? Like, how does that resonate with you in healing through sharing that with other people? Um, it, it shows how much um, I would say the next step is, like I was saying earlier, you know, I have a feeling, I write it down, mm -hmm. but now I'm able to share because I've been in a space you know, I would say isolation in a sense where like, I wasn't sharing the journey. I needed to be in my darkness. I needed to be in my space to absorb everything that, and, and mind you, I'm not sharing everything, you know what I'm right. saying? I definitely <laughs> use discretion or not just a discernment on when to share, when to hold water, when to, you know, when mm. to do different things, you know what mm. I mean? So I've seen my, it's been healing for me because now I'm able to talk about it. I'm not a victim of a certain situation. So right. I can talk about people pleasing now, but I couldn't talk about it when I was still being hurt, realizing that I was a people pleaser, mm -hmm. you know? So the more I was sharing, the more I realized you've been growing from this. You've got more comfortable with this. You've embraced this part of yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's probably the biggest thing where it's just like, oh man, I feel led to share. But then I'm just like, all right, I can do this. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, I love that. And I think one of the things I take away from the Write It Down series is just being able to sit with yourself, like you said earlier, write it all down. And like you said, it can be gold. It can be bills. It can be whatever. But <laughs> like when you said that, I was like, oh, I need to write the bills down. Um, <laughs> but I also love that they, there are questions. You share questions with people that people don't normally think to journal about. People don't normally like think to ask themselves. Mm -hmm. And it'll, it forces people to sit down and actually like process it and say, okay, let me get to the root of this. Let me, let me journal it out. Let me write out my responses. You know, let me cry on the journals. Let me scream, whatever it is you got to do. Because I love a good journal cry. Um, <laughs> I love a good journal cry. But that's what I love about the Write It Down series. Um, 
Yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love and, it. And that's just, and I think when you say questions that people, I think that's me on a day to day. Like mm -hmm. even with some of my closest friends, I'm like, yo, what is it? You know, I'm just always reflective or to ask questions, mm. even if I'm asking questions about someone else and hearing their thought process. And then realize, okay, how do I respond to that? How do I feel about that? And I love, I love good dialogues. Like yeah. I just love conversations. I like to be mentally stimulated. Mm -hmm. So sometimes these questions kind of bring that out. And sometimes it's really good because it's like, dang, I realized how much I love this from childhood, and I didn't think about it until you asked me to to share that. Yeah. And you have other prompts that says like, okay, this is pulling on me a little too hard. You know, like emotional mm -hmm. triggers, right? So the different emotions do come with the journaling and the questions and things like that, but it's really connected to me as a person. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. and it's not something to me that is forced to be like, well, what am I think? I'm thinking all day, <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm just like, okay, stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know, I have work on winding myself down, but like, I'm a very thoughtful, reflective air element. <laughs> I do feel like when you said that, I started laughing because I was like, oh, I'm a water sign. My emotions be all over the place. Like, look, placements be all over. But like you said, a good journal cry, look, I ain't going to print. You know, that release really can open you up to being even more still to understand. So don't deny a cry. You know what I'm saying? If you alone, Forget what you look like. Forget how you sound. <laughs> Let that shit out. Right. We we need that release just to come back to a center to say, okay, I can breathe. Mm, you know what I'm saying? I can yes. I can take a step in this direction. This there'd be many times where I would go into a meditation, and this is something that I talk about a lot. You know, meditating before you journal, mm. just allowing yourself to be still. It's it's really like this quiet space between you and you. You know? Yeah. And sometimes before I go into a journal, if I'm not using a prompt, I just allow myself to take a couple deep breaths and go into a meditation. And mm. then I start to question. I try to and I start to explore, you know, internally. And then yeah. it's like, okay, now I'm again, I'm a student of myself. You know mm. I love that. I'm just I'm learning. Like if you see me go like this, I'm like, let me write it down. <laughs> write it down, okay. Look. <laughs> um, <laughs> So journaling is also part of your self-care cards, which I love. And um, just side note, I brought some and then I gave some away because I was like, this is my favorite thing this year. <laughs> and I want somebody else to love it just as much as I love it. So tell us about your self-care cards, where the inspiration for that came from, and how did you decide on the three topics that you have in that mm. lunch? Wow. Okay. Let me see if I could kind of float back to that <laughs> idea because... Um, so as I mentioned before, you know, my creativity, I, you know, made jewelry a lot. And I had a, a jewelry line where with that combined, I made flashcards for Hebrew. So I used to hmm. you know, study Hebrew language and use those tools to teach. So then my jewelry business trans transitioned into like positivity, affirmations and things like that. And then I added my first, like, so the bloom deck that I have now was actually a part of my business that I had called Jews and Scrolls. Okay. So when I first came up with the idea of the cards, I kind of already had topics because it was more than just saying, okay, here's a statement or uh, like, not just a question, but like, you know, sometimes affirmation cards. Like I didn't first think of it as these are affirmation cards. Mm. So, I was like, okay, I, journal meditation, again, my thing. These are some of the grounding exercises that I do that helps me on my self-care journey. Right. But it all started with recognizing that even with me doing a lot of things, I've neglected myself in a lot of ways, mm. right? Like mm -hmm. many of us, you know, yes. we're working, you know, we're doing a whole bunch of everything that sometimes we forget to pour into ourselves. And I'm someone that I have put myself last so many times. You know, mm. I'm serving, I'm giving to everybody and it feels good and stuff like that. But then it's just like, damn, Soya, you you got to move for you too, right? Right. So I had to bring myself back up to say, I need to take, take, care, take care of myself. Mm -hmm. So that's where the title came, came from. Today, I will share just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Even if it ain't a whole day, a whole eight hours, 15 minutes. Today, right. I'm going to share a little self-care with myself. 
for me, mm-hmm. you know? So self-care to me is not just going to the spa. That's great. It's not just a bath. That's great because you could also be in a meditation in the bath too. That's but <laughs> it was also about the inner war, the inner dialogue, mm-hmm. the inner troubles that was happening, that happens within, right? Mm. So I was going off of, you know, okay, I want to have journal and meditation. So I combined that as a card or a topic because, you know, as I mentioned, meditation and journaling sometimes go hand in hand for me. And then I'm like, okay, on this journey, it's, it's good to have reminders. It's good to have just little sparks of encouragement or support. And sometimes I need to do that for myself because I'm not mm-hmm. always going to have somebody in my corner that is rooting for me or right. supporting me or encouraging me when it's there. It's great. You know, right. we appreciate it. But we have to, I've always told myself that I even got a tell an alarm, like me, myself, and I. Not to mm. say that I don't need people, but I know everything's going to have to start with me. You know, you Ooh. can't physically make me do something. And even as much as I listen to you, if I don't physically make the moves and take responsibility, no one else can do that for me, for me, besides me. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, so... I, I, I wanted to tie all these things into the car. So then I'm like, okay, golden light is, you know, what I've been going with. And I call that light talk. So the light talk cards are those reminders, are mm-hmm. those reflections that kind of help you on your journey to also allow you to think, but right. also to encourage you along the way. Mm-hmm. So, and then of course, the last category. So just kind of follow me a little bit. We have yep. the general problem meditation cards and then we have light talk that I mentioned is the reminders and then the actual self-care cards where there's physical acts of things that we can do and they range, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I don't want you to completely ignore that, you know, facial that you may need, you know, or the foot spa or things like that. But what about organizing your fi- finances? You know, what about reaching out to that person that you've neglected to call, but you thought about them a few times. Don't text mm-hmm. them, call them, you know? Mm-hmm. What about decluttering your space? Because our space affects our mental. So yeah. when I speak of self-care, and that's why I always say it, it's not just, it's, it's the emotional aspect, it's the physical aspect, it's the spiritual aspect, and it's the mental aspect. So all parts of these cards are going to touch on these places within your life and on your journey when you are doing self-care, when you are because you have self-care and then you have, how can you care for something? You have to kind of be aware of what it means. So right. you need some self-awareness, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the, the more I'm aware of myself and what I'm needing, I'm able to thrive even more, you right. know? So these are all these things that I wanted to tie into the cars and also be a reminder that today I'm going to share a little self-care. <laughs> and I self-care. love how it's like, <clears throat> excuse me, I love how it's like, even a 15 minute thing you can do for mm-hmm. yourself. Cause like you said, I think people automatically assume self-care is just the nails, the hair, the facials, mm-hmm. the spa, which are great. Like right, right. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, but I love how you said um, self-care is also the inner work. And that's mm-hmm. so powerful. I think people forget that. <laughs> I don't know if this year was like a year where people remember that or you people didn't want to look at that. <laughs> But I'm like, that is powerful because that really is starting with me. It's starting with self. And mm-hmm. that requires you to do that inner work. And and that's one of the reasons why I love the cards is I'm like, oh, let me go ahead and get this done today. And sometimes I'll go to journal prompts and I'll be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, let me get myself together to write it down. But it forces you to continue to come back to yourself and take a minute for yourself. Um, right. So I love that. I love that. Um, I love that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so one of the other questions I have for you is we talk a lot about affirmations, journaling and self-care and all of that. How do you, how, what would you tell someone who may want to start that journey um, of journaling in particular of self-care? Mm-hmm. What is one thing that they can do to start to kind of get them in a position to grow, to heal and to get to the root of, you know, some of the things that they're dealing with? Okay. So <laughs> The first thing that I would definitely suggest is to figure out or understand why, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes, it's like, I understand that journaling isn't going to be for everyone and it's just one tool. So there's definitely different things that people can do. But if you're feeling, you know, it resonates with you, you have this urge, something has been pushing you to do it, find out why. Are you looking to get closer to, 
yourself? Are you looking to face fears? Try to figure out what realm of journaling that you are looking to achieve. So like your why and your goals with journaling. Um, another thing that I would also suggest is to, you gotta be honest. You gotta be honest with yourself. And I know it's so easy to say like, oh, I'm gonna be real, you know, I'm gonna be honest. But it's the hard stuff that we, we lie about to yes. ourselves. You know? Yes. And yes. So, Say that again. <laughs> yes. So to to know that I want to journal, I want to do this is my goal. Okay. Yes. I also have to be honest. Mm -hmm. And then if it's something that you're getting back into, you do have to create a routine to to build the habit. Yeah. So set out. Am I doing this 15 minutes? You know, when I first wake up, am I going to do it before I go to sleep? Am I going to do it before like midday? Mm -hmm. You know, because. I don't personally, a lot of people ask me, do I, do, should I journal in the morning? Should I journal at night? And I'm like, you got to do what's best for you. you right. know, sometimes I journal in the morning, sometimes I don't. Mm -hmm. But before you can get kind of free with it, right. you got to have some structure, right? Mm -hmm. Have the structure so that you can flow. So find a rhythm to be consistent. And then another thing that I would say is to be patient with yourself with journaling and mm -hmm. forget trying to do something right. Forget, yeah. forget that. You ain't got to write a certain way. Trust me, some of my journals, I'm like, girl, where the commas at? <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, just be you in what you're doing with journaling. Mm -hmm. And whether that's prompts, whether that's poetry, whether that's freestyling, whether that's, you know, writing a story that connects you, like, allow it to be your experience because if this is your journey, if this is your healing process, it got to be you. It can't be mm -hmm. me. It can't be you. Right. It has to be you. Right. Um, did I answer your question? Because sometimes yeah. I'll be, you <laughs> no, gotta reel me back you. in, like, sis, that ain't the question. <laughs> no, I'm following you. I'm like, yes, yes, I'm right that side. I'm like, absolutely. No, because if you're going this way, I'm following you. So I'm going right there with you. <laughs> we on the same play, girl. Like, I'm following it. Um one of the other things, one of the other questions I wanted to ask was, and you talked about it earlier, and I almost been I almost blurted out a Girl, that black girl cup is just, that black girl cup is just always somehow still, still got a little bit in there. <laughs> right. <laughs> always got a little bit left. Um, talk a little bit about, if you can, why this journaling um, journey is so important for women to be, to, to, to do. Like, why, how, why is that so important for women? I think sometimes we, like, we always have the, we take on so many roles, we do all this stuff. Why is it important for women to really start their journaling journey? Well, let me first say this. I feel like my brothers. Okay, yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is not, and I, shout out to the brothers that has been rocking through the Write It Down series and that has been working for them. And But I, I feel like it's not just women. Mm -hmm. And I find that it's actually easier for women to journal and be a part of, you know, mm. the self-care journey and things like that to where I do want to see more brothers speaking about, you know, mindfulness or, you know, tackling their fears and yeah. their childhood traumas and things like that. So I won't Ooh. say just particular for women. Mm -hmm. So every, I feel like journaling is open to everyone. And I feel like that's a misconception. Like, oh, they them, them ladies down there doing that journaling, they in their diary. Like, it's just something, <laughs> you know, like, uh-uh, this is real powerful work right. that everybody should at least spend some time to invest into. But I will say overall, so I won't just classify two women if that's okay. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I will you say know, that you, you are right. I think sometimes we we definitely forget that the brothers need to journal, and sometimes you be like, "See, this is exactly why you need to journal." <laughs> so yeah, I, please, I think please. sometimes, and I could be wrong, but with some of the brothers I know, they be like, you know, I had one brother tell me like, "Yeah, I thought that that shit was corny," mm. you know, and but he started to do it, and he's seen progress in his own life and journey to realize like okay this this pen to paper is a simple act but it's powerful you know mm -hmm. um but overall it is something that is important in a, a journey or anyone's journey because it allows you it allows you this moment to to almost be still in a chaotic world and i don't mean mm -hmm. just chaotic like there's a lot of things going on like news and you know bad things but chaotic simple like even if I'm not watching news, my day can be chaotic because there's so much that's being demanded throughout the day. Right. When do you stop to make time to be with you? 
mm. to address in what ways am I going down this direction that's not good for me. You know, I'm being consumed by music. I'm being consumed by TV. I'm my job. I relate like all these things. But how can I come to a centered place with myself? You know, as well as now I'm at a point where I'm 30, but these things that I'm dealing with now didn't just come up Ooh. yesterday. You know Ooh. what I'm saying? Like we talking about that people pleasing aspect that was still Toya when she was 10. Mm. But why? So we, I feel like it's important that we have these moments because if we're wanting to have better relationship, if we're wanting to have better communities, mm -hmm. we each got to take responsibility and accountability mm -hmm. for the shit that we do. Yes. You know, it's, it's no more pointing fingers. Yes, I know people have done some fucked up shit to everybody, you know, yeah. but we still, if we're wanting to have a, a reality of what we want to have in life or have certain things work out for us, we got to do the work. And part of doing the work is owning up to your shit. Mm. Ooh, and that work is hard, okay? <laughs> Look. That, that being accountable and responsible for your shit and owning up to it is hard. Like, this year, I had to go through that, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And don't get me wrong. Like, you can definitely sit still and reflect and be able to process things. A lot of times that happens for me where, like, I'm reflecting and think about something, I'm like, dang. And I don't immediately run to my notebook. I don't immediately mm. run to write it down because my spirit says, listen, Ooh, this is yeah. the moment to listen. And then there's moments where my spirit is like, get your ass up and write this down. <laughs> You're not, you, I need you to document this. I need you to describe this because five years from now, three years from now, this is going to be something key, you know? Mm. The same thing when we're manifesting things. Okay, yes. I want to have this business. I want You're writing these things out to start that step of action. Mm. And as I always tell people, journaling is a tool, right? So if I have, a, if I have physical tools and I'm building a house, that house ain't going to get built if I don't pick up them tools. But I have to do the physical work to do it. So, yes, yes I'm writing things out. I'm writing. If I write my fears all day and close my book and carry on, but still physically operate in the same fear, mm -hmm. then I'm not really using the tool to the best of my ability. You know right. what I'm saying? So right. it's like you have to physically do the work. You Journal allows you to get it out sometimes because you're reflecting on everything. Mm -hmm. But we need you. We, we need you to write this down. I need, yeah. you know, it needs you to write this down. Right. That's, that's, that's deep. That's <laughs> that. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I was like purposely writing it down. Um, I'm sorry. That's like, that's, you're probably no. like, that's so cliche. <laughs> <laughs> look, <Like> look. <laughs> I, I get myself every time. I was just in the, before we got on the live, you know, I was picking something up from the store and somebody was like in line talking to each other. It was like, I always, I wrote it down on my list and I still forgot. Like, they was like, it's always good to write it down. And I'm like, write it down, write it down. <laughs> yes, I love that. I love that. Um, I do want to ask you a question about something you touched on, though. Mm -hmm. The misconceptions of journaling. What, mm -hmm. what are some of the misconceptions that people have of journaling um, or the, the process of or the journey of journaling? Definitely, as I mentioned, it's not just for women because that's right. the first thing. Mm -hmm. um, also, that it always has to be so doom and gloom. Yes, mm. part of it, you know, is the shadow work and things like that. It's heavy with journaling that helps with that. But as we were talking about before, on the flip side, let's say there's the business that you want to start. You know, or maybe you could store everything. I have some people that like they don't have to write it down. They just got it here, perfect. It'll work. <laughs> but if that ain't you, right? Get you some pen, get some paper, and write it down because it allows you to almost like a math problem, you know, kind of work it out, see mm. the calculation, see what's, work, see, see what's working, and also refer back, refer back to it. Um, so I feel with, what we talk about, misconceptions, look, we going off. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> misconceptions with journaling um, is that it, it's going to, it's going to solve it for you without you mm. working. You know, what kind of what we're touching on before. So, yes, I'm writing out things that I'm dealing with. And then, you know, I'm closing the book and carrying on. But you still have to physically do the work. It doesn't solve it to where, like, it just takes it away. You mm. know, if you can journal something today, you know, journal something next year. And honestly, it's the same thing you talk about. Right. But guess what the journaling did? It's like, sis, look, <laughs> you wrote it. Like, you know what I'm saying? You said it, you know? Right. Um, 
another misconception I would say is mm, what's another misconception that if you're not consistent with it you're not doing a good job mm, and okay. I say that not to take away that you should try to be consistent with your rhythm but let me say this too consistency is not always repeating the same thing every time so like mm -hmm. I'm consistent with rising early but it's not always 7 a.m right Got it's it. 5 it's 6 30 but guess what I'm consistent with rising so you can be consistent with writing and be writing Monday, Tuesday. You didn't write for a few days and then you was writing again on Sunday. Mm. And you would think, I'm not, I'm not good at this. So I'm going to just stop. Yeah. The whole point is go back to what you're being intentional about. Are you picking mm. up that pen and paper every time your spirit's telling you to write it down? That's more of a focus than saying, look, I be journaling for like seven days straight. <laughs> I'm doing, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, not to think that you're not still doing a good job or succeeding because your journaling journey doesn't look like mine or mm. what people are saying through memes or whatever the case may be, you know? So sometimes you do have to discern and dissect some of the information you see around journaling as a whole. Right. And how it relates to you personally. Mm. I know I got some other misconceptions, but I'm going to be real with you. They not popping off my head right away. It's okay. So it's I'm okay. What I, got. <laughs> I think the last one you said is like so important. Like just not feeling like you're doing a good job because you're not writing all the time. It's not heavy. Like even in therapy, I told my therapist, I was like, am I doing good? And she was like, why? Well, I was like, because every time, like there are some sessions I come and I'm just like, okay, like I don't have nothing negative or like I ain't crying today. So right. I'm assuming I'm not doing a good job or it's not mm -hmm. working. But in reality, those sometimes those are the moments where you're actually processing and working through it. Um, and I exactly. think people forget that it's okay. <laughs> to have right. Embrace when it's not negativity because right. you have to go back to say you deserve good moments. You mm. deserve moments where you're not being self-critical to instead of saying like, dang, it's something. Don't get sometimes caught up in the work that right. you're not acknowledging the progress. You know what Ooh. I mean? So sometimes that happens to me. It's like, I'm always trying to go another step further. And, you know, I did a video not too long ago where it was, I was saying like, I'm proud of myself and that's it. There's no, but mm -hmm. I still got more to do. You know, yeah. let me not take away from what I have been doing. I know that I have more to do because I want to evolve. I know that, you know, I'm always going to change in some, you know, shape or form, but I'm proud of myself and that's it. You know, so I, I feel you on that where it's just like, well, I'm not crying about something. I'm not negative about something. So something's not right because there's right. something I should be complaining <laughs> about, you know, or working through, you know? Right. So, <laughs> um, no, no, I love that. <laughs> I love that. And I think, like, I, I saw a couple of people in the chat earlier saying that they're going to definitely start journaling for the new year. So I'm hoping, yes, I'm hoping that they are taking that and understanding the misconceptions and not thinking that if you, you're not journaling every day and it's not always heavy, that you can still keep pushing. Because um, I love I love journals and I love journaling, but I do know you can get to that point where you're like, dang, I ain't wrote in a couple days. Like, what's going on? But that's okay. So thank you for letting us know yes. that that is okay. <laughs> yes. Um, so in line with the stepping into she um, and everything that's coming on, thank you so much for like yes. being the guest today. I feel like I've ended my season on such a good note with you. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm oh, so crazy. happy. Um, so tell us what stepping into she means to you and then share one way you're going to be stepping into she next year. Mm, I love that question. So stepping into she a lot of times when I, I repeat these words and I start to visualize what these words look like for me. Mm -hmm. so when I think of she, I think of me, right? And mm -hmm. when I think of stepping into who I am, I'm removing fear. Ooh. I have this, this vision. I have this idea. I have me with obstacles out the way. And that's mm -hmm. what I'm stepping into, right? And not being afraid of that. So how I plan on stepping into 2021 Yes. It's, look, it's raw. <laughs> it's raw. Like, I'm being, remembering to be authentic and not allowing my own obstacles within myself to stop me from reaching my fullest and highest potential. Yes. 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 I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Yes. 
Okay, I agree. Um, that's that's my word of the year for 2021 is raw. And I was like thinking about it the other day, and I was like raw. I was like, okay, that sounds a little raw, you know. But <laughs> and then you know, play on words. I'm like, ooh, a little acronym. And I was like, remember, authenticity wins. And like that's what I want to remind myself that you know I don't want to fall into traps to where like. I have to fit a mold. I have to fit a, a description. I have to fit something for somebody else. Yeah. I'm going to do what is best for me because as I always say, I know how long I have held myself in a cage. Ooh, yeah. And it's not anybody else is doing. Yes, I've been affected by other people, but it's me to get out the cage. It's me to get out the box, right? Mm -hmm. So now it's stepping into the fullness of that, no matter what, you know? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to write that down. <laughs> right, you said for um, your notebooks. <laughs> I got my notebook. I'm telling you, this thing, my notebook has been my godsend this year. Um, <laughs> it's like my like my go-to. Um, but I love that. I love that. The stepping into the your fullness, like removing fear, authenticity wins. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> That's the godly code, man. <laughs> yes. Um, who we are. So tell everyone how they can connect with you, um, where they can find your series, when do you post, let everyone know who's watching, how they can get in touch with Toy Even Golden Light, but also how can they how can they start writing it down? Okay, cool. So of course we're all on Instagram. So my at handle on Instagram is golden G-O-L-D. Drop the E <laughs> dot light. <laughs> dot light. Um my website is goldenlightselfcare.com. Um, that's where you'll be able to find the uh, journal prompts. You'll be able to find information to my YouTube, my email. I will be having um, workshops coming next year. So you'll be able to sign up for the newsletter on there to you know, be in the know about that and stay connected. Um, my YouTube is also Golden Light. So pretty much on all platforms, you'll see across the board is Golden Light, except for Twitter. wasn't able to get that <laughs> handle, but... It's a play on words too. My um Twitter at is light dumps. That's just a place for me to be myself even more, you know? So um that's the best way to get in contact with me is through my social media platforms. Of course, reaching out to me by email. Um, if you guys have not subscribed to my YouTube, yes. Um, definitely that's the easiest way to stay connected with the videos. I do post um the write it down series and other content on my YouTube. You can also follow the hashtag. It's W-I-D. So it's the acronym for write it down and then series. So it'll be hashtag W-I-D series. Yes. So you can, um, you know, click on that. It'll show you all the content. Um, IGTV as well. I post my um, the videos on there as well. So I have it broken down by series. So even if you want to float back to 2019 and check Ooh. out some of that, that is still on IGTV as well. Um, I have new journal prompts for the Write It Down series every Sunday. So every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern time, that's when you'll be able to see the post on YouTube or IGTV. They post at the same time. And then every Thursday, I share my response. So I'm sharing with you what I've been writing to the prompt that I'm sharing for the series. Um, that's also at 8 o'clock. So Sunday and Thursday is the schedule for the Write It Down series if you want to stay in a loop. And the last thing that I will plug in is that I do have a Write It Down series group. Um, right mm -hmm. now it is on WhatsApp. So if you're wanting to stay closer knit to the series and kind of build with other people who are journaling through the series, you know, reach out to me and I'll be able to send you the link. Um, or you can um, click the link. I believe it's still in my bio. But if you don't see it there, you know, don't hesitate to let me know. Girl, it ain't in the bio. <laughs> How do I get to the group? Okay. <laughs> Let me know. I will plug you in for sure. Yes, yes. And yes, this um live interview will be available on IG TV after this. I will definitely um make sure that Toy has it so she can post it on her page as well. So if you did miss it, any of it, and I know some people were in and out working on that paper. Yes, girl, you gotta get that paper done for the end of the year. <laughs> you can catch it um right under the IG TV icon on IG TV series. So Thank you so much. This was Thank amazing. You. This was so inspirational, so empowering, so powerful. I love it. I'm super excited about like the collab. I'm so excited yes. about that. You guys stay tuned stay for tuned. a special collab that we have coming out for the new year. Um, I'm so excited. Toya said yes. I was like, please let her say yes because I don't want to think I'm great. <laughs> it, it just worked and we just vibed and I was like, I want to do more collabs and you know, 
a collective space. So I appreciate you for even reaching out to me and sharing this platform with you. It was fruitful, not only me just sharing information, but once again, showing up for myself in this way and facing my fears. Yes, <laughs> yes, um, yes. That is the vibe for 2021, facing your fears. That's definitely yeah. going on my um, my vision board, my journal. I'm going <laughs> everywhere. Like, girl, you got to face your fears. Like 2020 was 2020 was a little scary. So let's let's start looking at shit 2021. <laughs> right, it's starting to heighten. <laughs> and thank you again for sharing space with me today to have this conversation and everyone else sharing space with everyone else um who was on here who was tuning in who was asking questions who was listening thank you so much for being authentic and being yourself and showing up um <laughs> yes i love it i love it so stay tuned guys you have something coming up very soon an amazing collab i'm so happy about that um and then like i said you can catch this on the igtv icon igtv series igtv icon <laughs> on <Yes>. instagram <laughs> All right, my dear, enjoy the rest of your night and we will talk Thank soon. Thank you. Oh, one last thing I want to talk real quick because we did talk about the self-care cards, so I do have to mention. Yes, um, you've got to tell everybody how they can get that. <laughs> so I'm almost sold out for the year. Right now, I think I just, I have three left. Um, I'm sold out of my bloom deck, but you will see the power deck on there. Hint, hint, I do have some new stuff coming for 2021, but if you are interested in the self-care cards that we talked about, you want to see it a little bit more, check it out on my website. And if you feel led to purchase, I appreciate you in advance. Yes. Oh, I'm super excited about what you got coming out 2021. Girl, be too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, like, be on the page. I'd be like, you got something new on there today that I can buy? <laughs> I it's coming. And I was like, let me order some for my sister-in-law. Let me order some for this person. I was like, I love this. Um, Thank so, you. So, yes, yes. Super excited. And find out. Um, go on her website. Like she said, she has three left. So, if you... You got to beat somebody to the punch. Right. <laughs> and if you miss it, you got to wait for 2021. 2021, right. Everything that's coming out in 2021 is going to be just as amazing. Um, but if you can catch those last three, y'all better catch those last three. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right, my dear. Enjoy your night, and we will talk soon. Peace and love. All right, bye. Hey, y'all. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Stepping Into She podcast. I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. And if you would like to check out the top five things I learned from this conversation and more, head over to my Instagram page, Stepping Into She, to check it out. You can also watch this interview under the IGTV icon on my Stepping Into She Instagram page. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast and share with your friends. Also, feel free to DM me on Instagram for topics and conversations that you would like to hear under the Stepping Into She podcast. Thanks.